This is episode 163 of the Focused Mindset Podcast. Welcome to this episode. I'm Cher Kretz, and this is the podcast where you learn how to approach your life with a solution-focused mindset. And for the next four days, we're going to spring into action, and I'm going to give you some bite-sized tidbits to make sure that you can have exactly what you need to be your best self, not only in the next moment, but in the next season to come. And don't forget to jump over to the website, thefocusedmindset.com to learn about our products and services. And I'm always going to leave all of our helpful links in the show notes, including my Instagram and all the places that we can chat. And if you picked up your copy of 30 Days to Hire Hopes, that is the writing journal that I created just for you because I know that you want your journaling experience to be rich and exciting and help you towards your preferred future. So hop over to Amazon and get your copy of 30 Days to Hire Hopes today. When my daughter first got her braces, she was looking on TikTok to figure out all about what she should expect. And she came across one particular post that had a girl with these screws that were these spiral type of um, connectors that came from the top of their mouth to the bottom. And when they opened, they actually made a sound, a squeaking sound. It looked like a contraption of doom. And she ran into me and said, I can't get braces. They're going to put something like this on me. And I said, there is no way that you're going to have that. And for all we know, they probably put that sound in there. There's no way that that sound is actually happening. Come on, that doesn't happen. Well, she was convinced. We went and got her braces. And they told us, well, her jaw is quite out of place. And Bella just looked at me. And I said, okay. And they said, well, so a little later when we uh, get to the end of her braces, we're going to need to do some correcting with that. So we're going to put some hooks on her braces. She got in the car and she said, those hooks. I know they're for those awful spiral screws. Well, the other day we went to the orthodontist and they said, it's time to correct your jaw. And you guessed it. They put those ridiculous screws. I wish you guys could see them. I don't know if she's going to let me post it. But these look like they're clamping her jaw shut. And when she came out of the orthodontist, she said, Mom, they put these things in my mouth. And she opened her mouth and I could not believe my eyes. She said, you told me that wasn't going to happen. And I said, yeah, I was definitely wrong. And she kind of gave me this look of dread and a smile at the same time. It was a face that I hadn't seen her look before. It was like, kind of like I was right and I hate that I was right. And I said, I wish so much that I would have been right in this situation, but I was definitely wrong. She was, she, she was mortified. And we realized by listening to the doctor, it was almost like we were listening to uh a dream or something because they were saying, well, you can't eat and don't open your mouth too wide. And if it comes off, this is how you put it back on. And we got in the car 
And there was silence for a few moments. And I all of a sudden just felt like laughing. And she kind of felt like laughing. And before you know it, we're both sitting there laughing. And that's all we could do in this situation is just find some kind of humor in it. And we made a little video and sent it to her dad. And sure enough, when we got the camera really close to her mouth, we could hear that thing creaking, open, open, squeaking, squeak, squeak. And it, she's like, it makes the same noise. Yeah. This was a huge disappointment for my daughter. I felt so bad for her that this morning I went to the store and got her a whole bunch of soft food and set it out when she woke up in the morning to come downstairs and with a little note of love and <laughs> figured it's the least that I could do. I can't believe she's going to have to live with that for a couple of months. But it got me thinking about a training that I recently went to when we were talking about resilience and forgiveness. And believe it or not, those two are very close in, uh, they go hand in hand. And you might think resilience and forgiveness. I don't understand how those two are related. Well, the resilience that it takes to accept when something doesn't go your way is probably the most important and impactful resilience that you could have. Think about it. Anybody can be resilient when things are going well, or maybe just, you know, rain happens or something slightly discomfort, uh, something that's slightly uncomfortable happens. But when we really get a no in our life, when we, something does not go as planned, when there's a, a accident or a breakup, or uh, you have a contraption of doom put on your mouth that you have to live with, with my daughter's braces, or you get hurt, or you don't get a job that you want, or a promotion that you were hoping for. There's so many big no's that happen in our life. It's been, it's life telling us, no, that's not going to happen the way that you had planned, the way you had pictured. That is when resilience can kick in. And we can choose to say, you know, I am going to practice dealing with the nose in my life with grace, with a bit of humor, with a bit of uh, lightheartedness, and I'm going to give myself permission to feel disappointed. I heard uh, recently that that somebody who uh, was talking about a huge disappointment in their life said they gave themselves five minutes. It's not a bad idea to put a time stamp on the amount of time that you're going to really feel awful about a situation. It's going to happen, but in order to snap yourself out, you say, you know what, I'm going to give myself today and then I am going to choose the kind of person that I'm going to be even in this storm, even in this disappointment. Some of the kids that I counsel, I realize that all some of their behaviors and the worst of behaviors that I see is simply because they're having trouble with disappointment. They're having trouble with the no's in their life. 
It's easy to deal with yeses, but how do we deal with the noes? The way we deal with the noes shows if we have really learned resilience. And that is the thought that I, uh, I think that we need to walk away with in this quick episode is I'm going to have disappointments. You know that they're going to come, big ones and small ones. And practicing, you're going to be practicing how to deal with your nose, uh, either for the good or for the bad. So why not decide beforehand the kind of person that you want to be? You're not always going to be successful. Sometimes you're going to handle a disappointment or something that you're upset about completely wrong. How quickly are you going to be resilient from that? How quickly are you going to own your behavior and the things that didn't go right for you and then move in a different direction? Uh, someone very close to me is dealing with a relationship that's breaking up right now. And I can see the heaviness in her eyes. I can see the heaviness in her heart. And I can also watch the resilience slowly start to kick in. You see, we need to give ourselves permission to practice the resilience that is within us in every situation. I just cracked up with my daughter. We just laughed and we tried to make light of it. Does that mean it's going to be easy? No. Does it mean that she's going to uh, love those little screws in her mouth? No. Of course, she's going to get food in them and she's not going to be able to talk. And I'm sure that communicating on the volleyball court and everywhere else is going to be more challenging. I certainly hope that she doesn't get smacked in the face while having that with one of the volleyballs. There are challenges. But I'm going to practice that in my life. I am going to uh, accept that, wow, I was big time wrong in my optimism in that. My optimism was not in my favor. But then I hope to come alongside my daughter and help her through this no, this uh this disappointment. And hopefully by her learning how to deal with this disappointment, she'll practice the skills that she needs to use a solution-focused mindset in the next disappointment. And at one point in her life, there will definitely come a time where she'll have a disappointment that seems so tragic that she doesn't know how to walk forward. I remember when my mother was in a horrible car accident where she was airlifted to the hospital and was in the ICU. In that moment, did I feel as though I wanted to rise above? Was it a laughing matter? No. But I remember that there were moments in that time where I had to consciously stop and say, I choose how I act in this situation, how I approach it, what I learn, how I support my family. Was it easy? No. But no matter how big our no's are, our disappointments, the things that don't go well, or how small they are, it's how resilient we are getting to the other side that shapes us into a person that we can be proud of. So, Choose a solution-focused mindset today in your resilience, even when you're getting a no. Thank you for listening, 
And until next time, live solution focused. Before you go, don't forget to check the show notes where I'm going to leave the links to my social media and the different places you can find me. And I want to invite you to be a part of my email community. It's absolutely free. And this year I'm doing so much writing and so much reflecting, and I want to send things directly to you. I send the special notes to my email community and you can email me right back. You have a direct line to ask me questions without any barriers of a website or anything. Check the show notes for that link or go to thefocusedmindset.com. And if you click on getting the journal prompts, you also automatically are able to be a part of my community. And if you're interested in supporting this program, there's three ways to do it. One, make sure you're following this program so it comes up as one of your favorites. Two, share it either on your social media or with someone you love straight to their email. And the third is to leave a review. And I love reading those. By supporting this program, we're helping people be solution-focused. See you next week.